uh, the master of Baylor Bear Insider, Mr. Jerry Hill. Jerry, good afternoon. Tommy, how are you? I am terrific. I, I, I'm jazzed up. We got another week of high school football, and then, of course, Saturday we'll, uh, we'll all be in San Marcos for the Bears and the Bobcats. I, I, I'm, I'm sure you're kind of jazzed as well. I am. I, you know, it was one of those deals where, and I didn't even realize there were some other, there were some college games this past weekend. I, man, I would have loved to have gone ahead and got started this last week, but uh, yeah, it's re- it's time, Tom. I mean, they've they've been going at it for a while now, and uh, yeah, ready for uh, hopefully some normalcy this year. It's kind of what you're looking for. So, uh, see how the Bears do down in uh, San Marcos. Are, are you surprised, or, or maybe not surprised is the word, but the 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 Bears are opening on the road, and this is the eighth mm-hmm. meeting between these two teams, and the first yeah. that's going to be in San Marcos. The other seven were in Waco. Yeah, I think part of that is, you know, some of that was when uh, before they moved up. Um, you know, so you had a lot of those games uh, when they were uh, in that, uh, I guess, FCS or Division One AA level. So naturally you would play all those at home. And, you know, now that they're on, you know, kind of equal footing, not in a Power Five, but, you know, in an FBS um conference i think you know it makes more sense and i think this one was like a two for one or three for one so you know they'll have to come to to baylor for two or three games so uh, you know it makes more sense now uh, but certainly when they you know before they moved up to that level i don't think you would have gone down to san marcus but considering it's a series i think that goes back to like 1909 the fact that baylor's never played in san marcus i guess that is a little surprising Jerry, when you look at that, this game and taking all that into consideration, even them moving up, should this be a yeah. game that the Bears kind of have at hand and really can evaluate some of the depth chart with in, in the same type of fashion that, you know, this one shouldn't maybe yeah. competitive early, but shouldn't be competitive late, I guess I should say. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a little bit of unknown with uh, Texas State and, and, you know, particularly playing on the road. Um, yes, you're right, Ward. I think I think if you looked at talent versus talent, you know, I think Baylor, you know, would, would lead in all those categories. But, uh, you know, the fact that they've got 18 transfers, uh, three starting in the secondary, three starting in the offensive line, um, there's a there's a lot of unknowns about them. So, I mean, you can turn on the film and look at last year and, and see what they were, but it may not be exactly what you see Saturday. So I think, like you said, I think early on it's going to be, you know, kind of some feeling out a little bit, and, and, and you have to make adjustments as you go along. But, you know, that's that's why they get paid the big bucks, right? I mean, they're, you know, they're going to get paid to uh, make those kind of adjustments. And, and, yeah, I think certainly, ideally, you go in there and you take care of business and, and you let, uh, you know, second and third teamers play a good bit in this game and get a look at, you know, guys like Jacob Zeno and Blake Shapin and, and some of the younger receivers and backs. Jerry, you mentioned it, but that it, it is an interesting thing. When I was looking at their roster just uh, yeah. earlier today, uh, they have a ton of players that yeah. have either JUCO experience, started someplace else, or just flat-out transferred. I mean, you know, they all had to buy roadmaps, I guess, to get find San yeah. Marcus. San Marcus, yeah. How do you how do you get to San Marcus from like Idaho or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And I mean, I think the 18 transfers was this year, right? So if you yeah, if you look at their whole roster, it's filled with guys that have played other places. So uh, you know, obviously that's the way that uh, Coach Spavital has 
has tried to build this program, and, you know, obviously they struggled last year. But, Tommy, I kind of went back and looked at their schedule, and, and, you know, a little bit like Baylor, they had a lot of one-score games. I, I think with SMU it was 31-24 in the season opener last year. They, uh, they played on the road at Boston College, and it was 24-21. So, you know, yeah, they were 2-10, and 10, um, but they got 12 games in for one thing. That's, that's, that's to be credited for that. But, but they were in a lot of games is my point. So, I mean, I think the 2-10 and 10 record is a little misleading. Um, but, yeah, you're right. They, they have definitely, you know, loaded up on the transfers and gone that route instead of building a lot from the high school. I think, I think it's a deal where he's still trying to build that program and get it where he wants to get it. But, you know, that's a guy that has a pretty good track record himself with uh, OC stops at, you know, West Virginia with Dana Holgerson uh, with, at A&M with uh, Coach Sumlin and, and at California with Sonny Dyke. So Coach Spavital has a pretty good resume, and, and I think he's just trying to build stuff there at Texas State. Jerry, am I mistaken, or what, is, is he the one that did not do any full scholarships this past year to freshmen? Was that, was that Texas State, wasn't it? I don't remember. I'd have to look into that, Ward. I, I don't remember if that was the case or not. It may be, though. I mean, because like I said, they had 18 transfers on this year's roster That's that's that came in this year. So you may be right. They may not have given any to freshmen. That's where you put the, the medical tape on the helmet and write their name on it because you yeah, don't know who's yeah, who. Hey, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, you, We're at camp. you brought it up uh, at, at, the, at the media uh, meeting with uh, Coach Aranda on Monday. Uh, he settled on his quarterback. There's no question about yep. that. But they yep. certainly, publicly anyway, haven't settled on the offensive line. No, they haven't. And I think that's still, you know, a little bit of a work in progress. But I think they've had a pretty good idea. Uh, and I think maybe you and I have talked about it. I, I think they have a pretty good idea, particularly of those three inside spots. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't know exactly where they're going to play. I think Jacob Gall is going to get the start at center. So I think that leaves Grant Miller – and uh, Xavier Newman-Johnson at the, at the two guards. You know that Connor Galvin is going to be at left tackle. So you've got four of your five spots settled. So I think it just comes down to right tackle, and I think it's, you know, Khalil Keith, uh, Gavin Byers, those t- type of guys, uh, guys with some experience. So I, I, I think they're getting really close, Tommy, uh, and certainly you need to this week. You know, you need to have kind of that five that you know that you want to go into it with. But like we talked out, talked about before, they do have that depth where I think you are going to be able to roll some guys in and maybe move some guys around, try to figure out, still try to figure out the best place for everybody and keep everybody fresh. You know, I, I, they have not had that. Uh, I, I'd have to go back and look when this was the last time they had that kind of depth. And I would say talent, too, at offensive line. I was talking to Nick Lawrence about it earlier today. I don't remember an offensive line, you know, and probably since Coach Bryles at least, that has had that kind of depth uh, and, and talent in the offensive line. What does this defense need to do to make its statement on Saturday? Um, I, I think you need to uh, – I, I don't know that you live with that, but I think you want to make some big plays. I think you want to force some turnovers. I, want you, I, I think you want some tackles for loss. You know, Coach talked about it the other day. Their ability to just stay in base and not have to, you know, throw a whole lot of stuff out there – and I think ideally in these first couple of games, that's what you want. You want to just play some base, some basic defense, and then when you need to, throw a couple of things out there. But I think you try to get through these first couple of games as base as you can get, as basic as you can get. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, you know, for them, for this defense, 
I think they probably go into it with the mentality that we want to shut out. Um, but, yeah, I think the big plays, the turnovers, the tackles for losses, the sacks, I think that's what you look for from this defense. And, and uh, Ward, they've got a lot of experience and depth on that uh, defense, particularly in the secondary. All those guys are back, uh, and, and all of them have had a lot of starts. So I, I think it starts there with a secondary that's capable of making big plays. Jerry, I, I want to. I'm, I'm curious to watch uh, watch the nose tackle position. Just mm-hmm. see how yeah. he, see how they approach blocking him. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Texas State does because I mean, Coach Aranda, and I don't know if you would consider it throwing out the gauntlet, but I mean, he's basically said this guy can't be blocked. They got to double person. him. Yeah, they, yeah, they, got to double him. I mean, he pretty much says that just flat out. So you know, I I can't imagine Texas State trying to single block him, um, you know, with a center. Uh, but I don't know, you know, what they have at center. So, yeah, I think that's going to – I think it would be a long night if you try to single block that guy all night. I, You know, regardless of how you start, I think you're going to find out really quick, oh, we got to double this guy or he's going to be in our backfield all night. Jerry, when you talk about the, this game coming up Saturday, you know, we were talking earlier and I said, if nothing else, Baylor should just out-athlete them across the board. Does that give them an opportunity in special teams to maybe have some really big plays because of that? Yeah, I think so, Ward. I mean, and you go back and, I, you know, I'm not saying uh, Kansas and Texas State are the same, but you remember last year's season opener where Tristan Ebner scored twice on kickoff returns. You could <laughs> see those same type of plays, though. I mean, seriously, because, um, you know, and Tristan's not the only guy back there. They've got some other guys that can go. Uh, they got some young guys that are that are really capable of, of breaking big plays. So, yeah, you would think so. You would think that they could make some big plays in the uh, special teams and particularly on the returns. So that would be good to see. Um, you know, Treston, I think, will be back there. But I, I think you could see, you know, like a Josh Fleeks or Tyquan Thornton, somebody like that, that that's very capable of, of hitting the home run as well. Jerry, obviously they want to win the football game. That's the ultimate goal when, when they get on the bus to head down to, to San Marcos. What do you think some of the other things that uh, uh, Coach Aranda and the staff are looking for coming out of this first one? Yeah, I think, Tom, one of the things would be just, uh, you know, how do we travel? You know, I mean, um, they, you know, they hadn't played a non-conference game in two years. So, you know, and, and even though it's a short trip, you know, how do we travel? Um, you know, how do we, you know, maintain everything? Let's get in a routine. Because, again, they had no routine last year. Um, there was no normalcy last year. So can you get in that normal routine, and, and how do you handle all that? You know, just, you know, whether it's the hotel room, um, you know, eating that night, just all of that. I think that's part of it. Uh, but then certainly, um, you know, you want to come out of it healthy. Uh, and I think uh, offensively, uh, and he talked about it, you really want to develop that identity. You really want to find out kind of who you are. I think they have a good idea of who they are. But if they can establish that this week, I think that would be huge just moving forward. You know, if you can kind of establish that identity where, you know, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to do it really good. We may not, you know, do a whole lot, um, but we're going to do it really well. Jerry, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time today. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate